Dude, Luke, the printer is still busted. What the fuck, man? What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Topless Robot Podcast, episode 10. Oh my god, we've Good been Lord. doing this for 10 weeks? Uh, I am Tom. Ryan. I am Brooks. And I am Tyler. And Topless confused. Robot X. Topless Robot you X. You know, the one where they go to space? <laughs> just just wait until Are we, we gonna buy a robot? We get to Topless Robot XDX. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> or Topless Robot XXX. <laughs> Oh, please. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. That'll be the special all closeless podcast. No, hold on. What is XXX in Roman numerals? Is that... XXX 30? is 30. Is that 30? It is, it is. Oh, yes, that's right. Okay, yes, because it's three tens. Because it's 20 away. I can, I can brain. It'll be topless robot after hours. Well, the oh, topless God. robot X is like 100 years after the topless robot continuum. <laughs> <laughs> They find a combination of all three of us, you know, in, in tubes, and, <laughs> and we, we comment it's, exclusively on animal-themed topics. It's, <laughs> that's just this factory of multiples of us. They're just ch- churning us out. <laughs> For all eternity, we just kind of shoot down these tubes. <laughs> the, the Brooksroids have gone maverick. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, it has particularly been a week. It has it been has seven been. days. Um, per- Damn it. I, I, <laughs> I say particularly, and I, I want to get this out of the way at the top yes. so we're mm-hmm. not uh, uh, down. Uh, uh, I mean, you know, we, we can bounce back from the, the sadness that's going to be generated from this. Uh, Stan Lee passed this week. Uh, Stan Lee passed on Monday uh, at uh, the age of 95. Um, Stan, no one, I mean, Stan who? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, okay. I'm kidding. Okay. So Not in the middle of the Memorial Brooks. You know, I mean, he was 95. Uh, we shouldn't, like, I, I feel like in, to some degree, we all expected this. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually. We are all kind of waiting. He certainly, like, uh, I, I expected, uh, to be honest, like, I expected him to, to go to pass like you know a few years before just because i thought he was i didn't realize he was only 95 for me he seemed like he was there like for a long time it's like just yeah i was like well if if this year if stan lee passes then i'm gonna be bummed out uh but uh and then of course it happened this year and and i'm bummed out it uh had a similar impact on me uh as when uh robin williams died Mm. um Whereas Robin Williams, he wasn't old enough where, you know, we would have expected it and, and he took his own life, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but it's still, when you think about the impact that a single creative person has had on your life as a whole. Yeah. And it, the more you think about it, the more you, you realize and, and identify these different areas of your life that have been impacted by one person. Uh, and it, it, you, you come to the realization that they held a large role in shaping who you are. And for me, uh, Stan Lee and, and his creative works, uh, have been a big part of my life for my entire life. Yeah. 
And the same, you know, could be said of, of Robin Williams. I, I had always been a, a big Robin Williams fan and, and everything. So, uh, despite him being 95, that, that I, I felt, uh, I hit, uh, from that. I definitely shed some tears on that one. It was one of those, like waking up to that. I was just like, I mean, the logical part of my brain was definitely, oh, he's 95. He's lived a long and full life. He's gotten to see all of his amazing creations in so many different mediums and it's like you know it's his time but at the same time yeah you just it really felt like you just punched in the yeah. stomach waking up that morning that was definitely i know like I, you posted the thing on uh you posted the article the memoriam on on topless robot and like i was literally in the middle of doing my own like i was, yeah. I was writing i was you know i had something out you already got it out so i stopped but it's just like that morning is like okay work can stop for a moment i'm gonna i'm gonna write something out because i just yeah. yeah, it was hard, but R.I.P. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when I saw that, I saw the first source I saw was TMZ. So I was like, oh, please be wrong. Yeah. You guys are a tabloid. Please be wrong. But I saw it on IGN, so that, that was like, I was like yeah. Oh, yeah, that's. I woke up a little late that day, and it was just everyone was posting about it, and I was like, oh, man. The guy from Mallrats. Um, <laughs> and him. I shared that that yeah. on Twitter is one of my favorite uh, uh, scenes. Is, yeah. uh, the exchange between him and Brody. In, uh, that, that was all he did, rats. right? That was, that was everything, <laughs> everything. I mean, he had that one cameo. I think he had something to do with like Aquaman or the Green Lantern. Or something <laughs> like that. The he, thing, is this dork made of orange rock like the rest of his body? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 I haven't watched Mallrats in a minute. That was actually my first uh, Kevin Smith movie. Uh, mine as well, I think. Uh, actually, mine I take that back. I started watching no. Clerks when it first came out on video, and my parents were like, you're not watching this. Uh, and then later on in life, I watched Mallrats, <laughs> and then went back and watched Clerks. I, I, I was a blind buy for me. It was $5 at the bargain bin. I just got my first place, uh, and so I had like three DVDs. Oh, wow. So uh, you saw it late. I saw Yeah, I saw it late. I was like, I ni- I was like 19. I was like 19, and I... Uh, it's five dollars every every paycheck. Uh, I would go next door to the Walmart. I, I I worked next to a good Walmart that had like selection, uh, <laughs> and uh, in the five dollar bin, you know, good like, Walmart. That's a little bit of an oxymoron. <laughs> you will learn. You will learn, sir. You will. You, learn. you will learn on on an episode of Bargain Hunter Brooks when we go to the good Walmarts. But yeah, I good place. That's how I, I got. I saw Mallrats for the first time, and and then I was like, wow, these are those two guys that I see people talk about, or I hear see people hear people talk about. You know, Jay and Silent uh, Bill or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> Jay and, and Silent Borb. Jay and Gerald. J- Silent Joe, I Gerald, think his name was. Gerald, Bo- Gerald Borb. <laughs> oh, they're those guys in ICP, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, and, uh, and seeing Stanley's. <laughs> those guys who don't know anything about magnets. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> seeing Stanley's, uh, Stanley's cameo in it, uh, like when I was 19, I was just like, oh, man. Stay, oh, I didn't know. How did they get? How did they get him into this? You know, like the yeah. This is the '90s. This is when I mean, he's. I don't think he ever stopped being, being Stanley. But like, yeah, right. You know, I mean, he was that's, like that's, clearly Stanley at that point. Yeah, <laughs> I used. To, I, I used feel to, like that's technically and also explicitly true. He's never. He never stopped being Stanley. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. he's he's only become a larger. You know, uh, he is larger than life at this point. Mm-hmm. Um. 
And uh, I mean, those glasses, you know, I see yeah. with those glasses and like you're rocking them Stan Lee's, huh? Yeah. And uh, he, um, you know, obviously in the wake of his death, there's uh, a mix of people uh, abhorring him uh, and abhorring uh, adoring him. him. I've not um, seen anybody abhorring uh, him. Bill Maher. Uh, Bill Maher. Uh, 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 I didn't even bother to look into what the fuck he said, but I it didn't. was some, you know, out of touch nonsense. I mean, I've seen some people being like, oh, he was 95. He died. Get over it. I've seen that. But yeah, no I've seen that, but I don't think anyone was surprised that he went. No one was surprised no, no, that he went just, at you're, 95. You're limiting. You're just bummed. Yeah, it's it just. Uh, you're not. Like, we're not like, oh, no, my God, he died. It's just like, no, it's sad because a, a, a legend has passed from our lives. Yeah. It, is it a little bit of a selfish sadness? Kind of. Oh, absolutely. But you know what? That's how much of an impact he made on yeah. everybody. Well, I mean, and think like, about it. Like, he's got to be responsible for at least, you know, at the very least, two generations of artists. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I, I, I can't imagine how many people got into art or, you know, comics, or, you know, writing, uh, or anything like that. I mean, it, it, it translates into uh, video game design and and things like that. And, and even because and of him. And movies? And like movies. We are movies and currently and in the golden age of yeah. superhero movies. Billions of dollars of movie franchises, be, mostly because of Stan Lee. And it's, yeah. it's, well, I mean, it, it even goes further than that, because, like... Um, I'm going to talk about the X-Men for just a oh, second. But by all means. means. That was one of his... Previously on X-Men. But like, so, I mean, I'm a. it's no secret that I'm a big X-Men fan. Um, you know, and that was, that, that was one of his, uh, his, uh, you know, his things, the, the things that he made. And so many people have been if affected by... Uh, positively by the X-Men because the X-Men can be used as a metaphor for, you know, a lot of things like people that don't fit in, you know, civil uh, rights, outsiders. civil rights, uh, gay rights, gay rights, you know, like the X-Men has been this like representation of like, this is kind of a parallel of, of, of people not, I can't think of it. I'm sorry. Um, not tolerating other people because they're different. And it's like, well, here are these people that can do these really cool stuff, you know, really cool things. Like you got a guy that shoots lasers out of his eyes. You got a guy with, uh, um, that, a, a guy that can turn into metal and, uh, doesn't matter. They're different. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and all that stuff, you know, it's like, um, th that has influenced in turn, you know, lots of people that, you know, needed, needed something to identify with. Yeah. Like, Oh, you know, like, I'm kind of a dork or, you know, like a lot of people that couldn't feel comfortable with coming out or um, a lot of people that uh, just feel misrepresented, you know, it's like, well, you have a whole, a bunch of superheroes that no matter how much good they do in the universe, there's always some asshole that's like, fuck you, uh, you're a mutant and we don't like mutants. Right. Um, you know, like and Mike Pence or... Uh, I mean, they... they <laughs> They tackled it from uh, several several different perspectives as well. Yeah. They tackled it from a societal perspective, but they also tackled it from a home perspective, mm -hmm. where this is a problem that is to be you know solved. Uh, yeah, and I'm thinking specifically of the opening of the X Men animated series, mm -hmm. uh, where Jubilee they don't know anything about what's going on with her, yeah. and yeah. It, there's the dissociation between the parents and the children, and it's shown time and time again in the X Men series 
with kids who uh, end up with Xavier, yeah, uh, or uh, end up with uh, Magneto, yeah, uh, who are seen as problems to be fixed, yeah, and uh, that's kind of the biggest, you know, issue facing uh, gay kids uh, or or uh, non-binary, uh, you know, yeah. uh, people who don't identify with these societal norms that have been inflicted upon them. Yeah. Uh, they, you know, people and, uh, you know, you see it all the time. Parents see that as a problem to be fixed. Yeah. Oh, my my I'm going to send my kid to this camp to get them fixed. Oh, you know, and it's like, well, I'm going to send my kid to this government-sponsored camp to get his mutant powers fixed. Yeah. You know, and it's weird how, like, despite the fact that that comic has been going on since the 60s. I, I think that is accurate. Um, how much it still resonates, you know, like, with with current issues today. Because, like, that's a problem that we've we've not stopped dealing with. Yep. Uh, it's, it's only become more uh, more exposed. It's because there's always going to be an other. There's always yeah. going to be that group of people that everyone's going to demonize because for whatever reason, you know, humanity oh, no. can't accept differences. They're not white. Oh, no. And it's They're gay. Because you will always have a large pocket of the United States uh, that has limited exposure to other. Mm-hmm. Yep. Their life experience has largely been, you know, with a very select small group around them and, and their exposure to others is is limited. Yeah. And when you go your entire life without seeing a black person, for example, mm-hmm. or uh, without knowing a gay person, it's easy to be introduced to these ideas through media and vilify them because you're so used to your normal world that the introduction of something that could exist outside of that is strange and foreign and easy to vilify. Yeah. Uh, Whereas people who have spent their lives around a big mix of, of, you know, Latino, uh, Latina, uh, I guess the new term is uh, Latin X, uh, individuals, um, the one where they uh, go to space. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, uh, black people, gay, you know, trans. When when your life experience is surrounded by all these these people, uh, then you realize that there's nothing to be afraid of. There, there's nothing to there's, fear. There's nothing to fix because people. Are, there's yeah, yeah. You you just are. You know. And like that's that's what the X Men were. They just were. It's not like, you know, like for every X Men that looked normal and that could do something cool, you had like three dudes that were just like, well, uh, you don't look like everyone else, but you're a regular person. But you know, like, oh, you're uh, you're covered in blue fur. Yeah. Uh, or, I was just gonna uh, say you had beasts. Or you have wings. You, you know? had Nightcrawler. Or you look you look like you look like Satan. I <laughs> think I think Nightcrawler has mm-hmm. histori- has. Uh, consistently been used as a great example of yeah. this. Yes. Uh, in X Men Evolution, Nightcrawler uh, has to have that little band that makes him look yeah, like a, the, a normal boy. The, the the holographic generator. Yeah. And uh, you know it it's it just did so much to expose people to the idea of embracing differences. I think it also kind of introduced the idea of those who are different. There's you know there are people for you. There's 
there, there, you can't right, find you're not alone. One. Yeah. You're not alone. And that actually was what resonated with me a lot with X-Men. It's just like, Hey, there are other people out there that are, that, you know, like there's going to be a home. There's a, yeah, there's a home. No matter how that are going to like me, even though I'm you weird, feel. I feel yeah. weird. There's somewhere out there where everybody knows your name. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the rest of the lyrics Ted of that Dancing. song are weird. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, you know, and, because of the X-Men, when I had to wear glasses in the second grade, because I had to, you know, I, my eyes were hurting, and then, oh yeah, you need glasses. I was so psyched, because I was like, this is how it begins. <laughs> <laughs> and I sat in my second grade class, and I tried to flex the right muscle <laughs> in my head, so I can, so, so you know, I was like, oh, alright, maybe maybe if I, if I flex the right muscle, I can shoot, like, lasers out of my eyes, or something like that, you know? And, like... <laughs> <laughs> you know those little moments you know that 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 color a person's life like things like that that you know we can thank guys like stanley for mm -hmm. um for the the little things that made life uh bearable and uh and, and, and interesting because like the first comic book that i ever bought was an i was an old issue of iron man uh, i remember it was 50 cents that's how old that's how old uh, <laughs> a long a, a long time ago uh that, that's how long ago that was but like you know it's it, he'll he's left behind a good legacy and uh he's left behind stories that would be told over yeah. and over and over yep. again and stories that have for for the past dec you know several decades have been in good hands and ha and that tradition has carried on yeah and uh, what he started will not stop with his loss it's an amazing way to put it yeah Absolutely. Yeah. And for that reason, he he secured his immor immortality. Mm -hmm. He yeah. easily secured his immortality. But. Yeah. Man, when, I'm getting chills right now, man. I came here for the fun, joking <laughs> conversations, not yeah, for the feels, but, man. I'm like, I mean, let's like be real. up a little bit. You know, your emotions. This is, this is, you know, I mean, as much as this is the topless robot comedy variety you know, podcast. Topless Robot Variety Hour. We're featuring special guest Carol Burnett. <laughs> <laughs> I tug on my ear after every show. Um, the, uh, uh, you know, at, at the end of the day, we're all nerds. Yeah. And we all felt that. And, um, and I think not only did we all feel that, we all have felt othered uh, in one way or another. Yeah. Um, and we have all uh, found um, some amount of comfort in the right media. And I think that's that's why, you know, before it, it you know, all these comic book movies became popular and, and things like that. That's why nerds, you know, you associate these things very specific things with nerds. Yeah. And uh, one of those is comic books. Another one of those is D&D. &D. And, you know, like, yeah. there are all these I things that you typically associate with nerds. Oh, that's a thing that nerds do. I wonder why. D&D &D is an escape. Uh, comic books is an escape, but also uh, a, a world where you find something that you identify with when you're being othered by people around you. Yeah. Um, you know, somebody told me once that, uh, talking about D and D first or a quick second, uh, that D and D is not a, 
a role a role playing game. It is uh, collective storytelling. Yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. 100%. It is collective storytelling, and I mean, I've been I've been playing for a long time, and and it's it's that kind of thing, and it's the stories and the characters that really draw people together that they create or that other people create and that, that you can, you know, I can identify with, Oh, you know, um, uh, I made this character and you know, he's got problems like I do. Well, you get to role, you get to role play that stuff out and you don't have to be yourself. Yeah. Uh, but you can still deal with real life issues, um, you know, through the medium of storytelling and, well, it's great in in yeah. uh, um, Vampire the Masquerade. Mm-hmm. Uh, you a- actually, when you're building your character, you outline flaws. Like you take on uh, flaws, and you like so. My character is too perfect. One of one of my characters. <laughs> my character is racist against gnomes. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a joke. That's real. <laughs> it's one of my flaws. Wow. 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 Um, <laughs> Uh, one of my character's flaws was uh, dark past or or something like that. And so I got to write this dark history nice. and come up with this dark history that my character had. And obviously I worked with the, the uh, GM to come up with, you know, uh, something that they could work with and, and whatnot. But it's, uh, uh, you know, having that, I mean... Ha- having a, a page you know a, a, a spot on the page of your character for flaws it's you know it's, it's cool yeah it's, it's very so cool i always tr- try to work something like that in you know just like it's never like a big thing because uh sometimes i've played with people that have intentionally put flaws that were so you had to workshop around them so much like oh yeah i have a drug addiction you know or something like that and it's like that's difficult. You're taking the you know, fun yeah. of fantasy here. Well, <laughs> and never mind that. But yeah. like, if you're going to be a strict GM here, yeah. uh, what that means is okay. Your character has to every so often go and take care of this. Otherwise, you suffer uh, losses. You suffer uh, a loss across the board on all all your your throws. Yeah. Or you have to do what probably a constitution save every so often yeah. in order to uh, decide whether you have to remove yourself mm-hmm. in order to partake in and re- I mean you know yeah. you, the mechanics are there to support it. Oh I can yeah, see that actually being. I mean, Shadowrun uh, Shadowrun has a similar system in which you can intentionally take certain flaws, uh, and it gives you what, uh, what's called karma points. So you can like you know you can ass- you have a limited amount of points that you can assign to certain abilities. But you can increase those amount of points by adding uh, adding flaws and weaknesses to your character. Okay, uh, that makes them uh, like um, in Shadowrun having you know being very obviously like having like augments you know and it, the more robot you look like, the more people hate you, but you get more abilities hmm. um, and and things like that. You so it's kind of like taking a charisma hit. Yeah, yeah, and it's like it's like you can have you can have you can have a drug problem. Uh, and that's laid out much more than some of this homebrew, like, my character is always high or something like that. It's sure. like, well, this character is addicted to this particular street drug and has to, you know, is has to function as an addict, yeah. you know, in this. Or, like, um, brain damage, uh, things like that. And it's it's pretty cool. Hmm. What are we talking about? <laughs> but I mean, as uh, stories, yeah. Um, and uh, oh, yeah, interestingly, so the the collective storytelling uh, uh, element of that. Um, are you are you guys familiar with uh, uh, Baron Munchausen? 
Yeah. Yes. I yes. love okay. Baron Munchausen. Did you know that there is a Baron Munchausen game? I heard you told me about this, and I want to play it. So there's a Baron Munchausen game that that kind of I've heard of it, I've heard of it by, by proxy. It kind of operates as a um, as a. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a sec. <laughs> it kind of operates as like a campfire game. Yeah, where um, each person uh, like. It, it the game rule. It's just a book. That's it. It's it, it, that outlines some game rules. How can um, you read this? There are no pictures. But basically, <laughs> it's uh, a storytelling uh, game where you have to start telling a story about something that that happened to some magnificent. You okay? There? Fly flew right in my nose. <laughs> that and was the game ends with a federal it. indictment. You, right? you have to you have to start telling a story about this outlandish ridiculous thing mm-hmm. that happened in, in the past and uh for extra points uh other players can say oh well what about the time that and then you have to incorporate it into your story ah backpedaling yeah I and want it, to play like this really bad so yeah it, and you'd basically go around the circle telling the, telling these stories that's much better than uh than the campfire games that i've played like uh the one word you know where you have you start a sentence, you know. You, oh, then yeah. you tell a you tell yeah because you it, tell a story. One it always ended time. up like with like what is that called? Not telephone. one word story game. Is that called? Does it does it have a name? Yeah, I've never heard a name. I've of, played it in elementary uh, school. I never played around the ca- campfire, but we had a uh, huh. A, like there was a name for it at least that we had in elementary school. I've never known a name for that. the friendship petulance detector. Petulant. <laughs> 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 Yeah, so the Petulant Robot Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We'll all drink uh, hipster-ass yeah. beer. Hipster-ass beer. Hipster-ass beer. Jolly Pumpkin Odson Ales presents another chapter in the Baudelaire beer series. And how? I'm fairly certain if you take hipster sweat and you, you like drain it into hipster a bottle, sweat. that's what comes out. And if you drink it, I'm not quite, I'm actually drinking it specifically because I think it might help me grow a nice bushy beard. And, you know, a, a, flannel, a flannel will, uh, will spawn from my flesh. Hey. And I'll, I'll come home and I'll have a fixed. Fixie at home. <laughs> a fix? Fixie? A fi- is, isn't it a fixie? Yeah. Fixie? yeah. Fixed fixie. gear bike. Hey, hey, Tyler. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you can go fuck yourself. You and your bearded... Ah, I could do that, too. Mine's not to as know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, if you're not watching the video, I am barefaced. This is the topless robot beard ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> my face is as bare as a baby's bottom uh so uh in addition to stanley we also oh, yeah. lost fuck what's his name william goldman i believe so william yeah some, uh, let me look it up. Go, uh, that's, that's the internet. That's a great memorial right there. <laughs> I feel also bad. Lost no, I, fuck, I, what's his I name? feel bad because i've never known the true author's name of Princess, Princess Bride, Bride because it's not attributed to him. It's Columbo, mm-hmm. right? It's attributed to uh, someone else because it's a, it's like the whole thing is a, is a fake story. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, let me look that up real quick. I bet I can beat you. 
For those of us playing at home, William Goldman. type William Goldman into your Google. <laughs> right to the dirt. Yeah, I said William Goldman. You did, but I also so I was right. You shit. Or as he's known on the streets, Willie G. Willie so G. He, in the house. He died uh, this week, and uh, I was surprised to see people not. Uh, the first headline I saw, I shrugged off because. It credited him only as the creator of, uh, uh, writer of Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Mm -hmm. And never. Not as Princess Bride. Bride. Really? Yeah. That's the only thing I really knew him from. I didn't know that he did Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Yeah, neither did I. I had absolutely no idea. Not a damn Wasn't that that video store at the mall? Um, What? What? Oh, you're talking about Suncoast. Suncoast. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. I used to work at... I used to work at Suncoast. <laughs> that was like three jumps away from us. Uh, I was Cassidy like, where are you going with this, Brooks? Butch Cassidy and the Suncoast Kid. <laughs> Brooks Cassidy and the Suncoast <laughs> Brooks, Brooks Cassidy and the Brooks, Suncoast Kid. Brooks Cassidy. Uh, doesn't it, doesn't oh, it say? Terrible. It doesn't say who. Oh, S. Morgenstern. That's right. It is presented as an abridgment or the good parts version of a longer work by S. Morgenstern, who does not does not exist. Well, the Princess Bride. And Goldman's commentary aside, a constant throughout. S. Morgenstern's classic tale of true love and high adventure. Wow. 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 I got married to that, uh, to that, uh, that monologue, whatever. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, our, cherish your love. When I got married, uh, uh, we love. had a, a friend of ours do the mm. do the vows or do That's the awesome. uh, be the efficient and uh, uh, had him do that. Was his name that. Inigo Montoya? No, it is Did not. Uh, and it, it wasn't it in wasn't. the movie I either. I just wanted to get an Inigo Montoya. <laughs> cool. You could I, have I at any point in this time just interrupted literally anything. Going, my name, name is Inigo Montoya. <laughs> You kill my father. Prepare to, to die. die. Mandy uh, Patinkin. Yes. I, I took fencing. I also thought it was a I took fencing in college because of the Princess time. Bride, mind you. <laughs> you took college because uh, of... I took college in my fencing program. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh you took fencing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't. I took fencing because of the Princess Bride and consequently <laughs> met one of, my, one, of, one of my good friends through that. Uh, you, you gentlemen know him as the, the flusher. Ah yes. Ah, yep, yep. <laughs> he does look the like uh, high flow. Yeah, high flow. Yeah, the uh, the uh, septic turbine. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> See my new band, Septic Turbine. <laughs> no joke. That'd actually be a pretty good band name. I, I'm, I'm keeping that in the back pocket. Septic, septic turbine. turbine. Septic turbine. Turbine is septic turbine. Is a uh, is a, a flush uh, your preconceptions of is music a, down the uh, toilet. Uh, 90s pop country trance uh, K-pop fusion outfit. (laughs) (laughs) So your new project is to create a song that somehow emulates all of those aspects and just just one song. I believe in you, Brooke. I believe in you. Well, I mean, 90s uh, 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 trance isn't hard to do. Uh, I should say... Good trance is hard to do, but that's not what I'm going for. You know what? I need to make vampire trance and call it trance 
Sorry. Yes. I'm sure somebody already beat you to that. It's gotta be. There's no way it's not. It's too uh, easy of a pun. It's probably the name of some rave in like Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> yeah! You gotta play it. Trip to Transylvania in the middle. I don't know, man. This is an hour. hour long. If there aren't Castlevania themes somewhere in here, I'm gonna be so upset. Because if they just, like, came up with the name and they're like, I'm just going to make a normal-ass trance album, then fuck them. We're talking about Transylvania. I'm going to have to take myself a Borgo pass. <laughs> a train. Oh, train. train. I hear a train. Transylvania. Train. Oh, maybe. No. Transylvania. Transylvania. Wait, it's like a triple-layer pun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Train. It's the it's the Transylvania to Transylvania. Oh, and then it all, is the trip to Transylvania. And then all they have to do to, to complete it to to, right to now, a, a full Tetris is to say uh, is to start quoting um, Meet Virginia. <laughs> you don't know on a trail. <laughs> See the, the song. The song's kind of tuning you out just a little bit, and I could have sworn you said Yeet Virginia, and I was a little confused. <laughs> Yeet was so last week, dude. <laughs> I'm so I'm glad like, that Yeet was that last week. It's not coming back. <laughs> My girlfriend had to go to the doctor last week. Uh, a gynecologist said she had a Yeet infection. Ah. Okay, Rodney Danger. Are you ready for uh, this year's top ten <laughs> Sega Saturn classics? <laughs> <laughs> Sega does what Nintendo don't. <laughs> are we playing? Are we, are we playing Tetrisphere now? I feel like we're playing Tetrisphere or Tempest 2000. <laughs> I feel like I'm about to get in on some DDR here. <laughs> Up, this up, would left, be the left, most right, boring right, DDR song. Up, up. Yes, it would be. <laughs> you see, and right now we need we need we need someone with it with a with a, a ambiguous European accent to like say some words like vision, <laughs> reality, extraordinary. <laughs> Find your passion <laughs> at ITT Technical Institute. <laughs> <laughs> Number one in innovation. Oh, it still hasn't started yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. we, were, we were on the trip to Transylvania, so maybe now we're in Transylvania. Hopefully. Have we well, made I it? don't know. The Have full we... album is called yeah, Trip to true. Transylvania. I mean, a trip to Transylvania could be the entirety. So we were on the train right there. The trip part is in the middle. We're here. No, what we're happened here, we're here is we're at a split in the tracks, and, and our train uh, it has to uh, yield to the train that's that's passing, the other train that's passing. I thought we were going to have, have that thought game. And we, one way, we kill one person. <laughs> the other way, we kill five. No, Which way do no. we go? Do you like discotheque? <laughs> I love discotheque. <laughs> yeah. Do you like biscotti? I dance. Do you like biscotti? I mean, I... I, I did you know, so, so you know the game Tempest? Yes. Right, so you know that there was uh, the Atari Jaguar. You're aware of the Atari Jaguar. Yes, I am. Mm -hmm. So they had a Tempest game that I really want to play uh, called Tempest 2000 um, that featured a very interesting soundtrack. And I never played the game, but I found it at the library. Didn't Tempest 2000 come out on PC? 
I may I don't may have I don't remember, but the soundtrack is like for a brief minute somebody made eye contact with God <laughs> and, he, and he looked disapprovingly at them. Uh, it was it sounded like that but actually good. <laughs> and it's got a lot of strange titles on it. Hmm. Uh, and that is the Transylvania that I, I enjoy. <laughs> I'm just kind of happy that this uh, game was developed by Llamasoft. The the company was called Llamasoft, Easy and that Carl. makes me sure. very happy. I mean, llamas are soft. What's your they point? Are soft, it's true. <laughs> alpacas. Um, Gonna un alpaca this one. <laughs> <laughs> so um, this week uh, it saw was on the and PlayStation. Yeah, it was on I PlayStation. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Um, this week saw the release of uh, Fallout 76. Yes, it Uh, did. And you've um, been playing it. Well, kind of. I played it a little bit. Uh, And you can see my videos. I don't know. We'll link them somewhere, uh, either in description or if you're watching on YouTube in the cards. Um, The uh, I've got two episodes out so far um, and didn't really encounter uh anyone uh i did fire it up once when i wasn't recording and uh, because on pc they released it a day early on pc they released it on the 13th instead of the 14th and uh, um so i start up i have no idea what the hell i'm doing i'm you know kind of wandering around uh and going through the basically grab all your shit and get out of the fucking vault you know segment of this and there's a dude in front of me who's just a japanese dude and what what sucks about this game is your voice options are uh fully on um team only or fully off there's no push to talk and uh, so uh, and by default it's full on so I'm just hearing this Japanese dude in front of me just yakking to his friend. And I'm like, I have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> what's going or on? Or what's, yeah, no idea what's happening here. And uh, though they are issuing a patch that is going to add push to talk. Excellent. I think that would have been included from the You'd beginning. Think. You'd really think. Bit. Because always on is really, really dumb. Rough. Really dumb. Yes. Th- that's how you get... Uh... That's how we, we revisit the Ugandan Knuckles meme. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. We don't Speed need that. No, that's so racist. It's, it's so racist. It's awful. It's so racist. I had uh, um, I had somebody uh, somebody sent me some weird like auto-tuned thing to it, and I was just like pounding my head on a wall. Yeah, there's no. <laughs> it was yeah. awful. Um, uh, it's so bad. And it's basically, like, it's used twofold. It's used as a racist thing, and it's used uh, as, like, uh, I mean, you know, the the trope in VR chat is everyone becomes Ugandan knuckles and basically just accosts and harasses someone. Yeah. Which, that's not great either. It's like the uh, Katamari Dam- Damacy? Uh Katamari Damacy. Damascacy. Uh- uh, Katar, it's like the Katamari Domacy for bullies. La, 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 <laughs> just accumulate more bullies. Yeah, right. <laughs> you just accumulate more bullies. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, push to talk is uh, is is necessary. Yeah. It's very necessary. So um, I'm 
I've not heard great things about Fallout 76. I've been watching a lot. It does, I'm not impressed. I have not totally been uh, very impressed so far, but I have not ventured very deep into the game. Um, Hopefully these negative reviews won't create too much fallout for the franchise. Hopefully just... <laughs> I'm like stuck between laughing and being mad at you. It's like this I, I, weird, like this, my 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 glee at the horrible pun is like escaping me, but also inside. It's not it even wants... a pun. It's barely <laughs> wordplay. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, you know what they say: good wordplay leads to great syntax. Oh my god. <laughs> 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 and this has been the Topless Robot Podcast. Ugh. Anytime, uh, anytime uh, that I get to break out my George McFly laugh, you know, I, I just. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it, we'll see what what uh, Fallout seventy six has. Uh, you know, I, I expect not much. Um, and they even, you know, limit griefing, uh, you know, a great deal. So it's not even necessarily going to be an interesting place to be, uh, with regard to that. I just don't understand. Like, okay. So I know that they're having, they, they have the, the found narrative storylines and all that stuff that, which is the hallmark of fallout where, you know, you find the, you're, you know, you're going into places, you find the tapes and whatever, but like. What else is there Nothing. besides just warming up with friends and exploring Bull- a bullying eight year olds? Nothing. Yeah. There are events. It seems like a lazy. There was a half game. hour event that popped up in a city that I uh, uh, ventured into where uh, I had to kill uh, uh, eight um, rogue uh, robot farmhands, and that's it. Like I don't know, just dumb shit like that is. Were they AI? I thought there was. Yeah. I thought there weren't any. Oh no, no, not AI in that sense. Oh okay. I mean, they're they're just yeah, okay. just rogue robots that you can't start a conversation tree with them. Okay. Rogue bots. I'm just. You're just on a roll today, aren't you, Brooke? I am. <laughs> Speaking of rolling, back to Katamari Damacy. Ayo. Hey. Full circle. <laughs> That's what we call callback. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, so yeah, I I'm <laughs> I of course I was never uh, a huge uh, Fallout Four or Fallout Three fan. I like Fallout Three a lot. Um, lost me. I like the idea of Fallout more than I enjoyed playing the games. Same, like like the concept of you know such an intricate post-apocalyptic story um, that you know that that takes hallmarks from like Mad Max and from. You know, like uh, little bits from Escape from New York, and then combines it with that like post-war uh, propaganda kind of thing, sure. And turning out some really interesting like sci-fi, and then now it's kind of like, uh, well, I put the Nuka Cola logo on a on a throw on a throw blanket, and now a bunch of people are going to buy it, yep. uh, they yeah, they knew someone that played Fallout, and it's turned into more of a marketing kind of cash thing than, hey, let's make a really good game with a cool story, yeah. Well, and Fallout 76 was literally them saying, hey, we don't need any of that. Stories are dumb. <laughs> you no know what's stories, cool? No decisions. Pushing buttons. Yeah. <laughs> Neat. Going through a wasteland and... With yeah. other people in it. 
there's a new you gimmick. guys like that that one john denver song right yeah right actually i do quite i really a lot. like that that song. is a really great song <laughs> yeah. um yeah i i don't know we'll see i'm gonna stick with it i'm gonna see what happens yeah. it, it has um, the potential to be okay right not really i am an anti-social gamer in general so, so am i take out if you take out all the parts of a game that I potentially will enjoy, I will not play it. So that's, they took out why, everything that I want to play in a Fallout game. Are, like, are we nope. all antisocial games? Yeah, I think so. I hate playing multiplayer online games. Same. Um, but that's why I want to stick with it, because at the very least, it has the potential to create interesting, uh, uh, interesting interaction in that it will push me out of my comfort zone. Mm. That's fair. I, I prefer to safely uh, retreat back into my comfort zone and... Play the same, play some of the same games I've been playing <laughs> for a very long time. Uh, now that Christmas is almost here, after Thanksgiving, of course. Don't Christmas stop forgetting Christmas uh, or stop forgetting Thanksgiving. It is time to play one of my favorite games, as I have made a, a for the last two years. Clench your stench. <laughs> Clench your stench. That's the name of a podcast episode. <laughs> no, it's time to play Snatcher. If you guys, not it's weird how absolutely no, no. idea. Oh, man. Oh, I am so excited. <laughs> I am so excited. Okay, so you guys know who... Uh, who? Snatcher, don't snatch. <laughs> snatcher, no snatching. Snatcher, no snatching. You guys snatcher, know, no snatcher, snatching. No snatching. You guys Whoa. know who Hideo Kojima is, right? <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, so, I mean, for those who? playing at home, Hideo Kojima is known for the Metal Gear uh, series. No. Well, um... And Death Stranding. And Death Standing or... Uh, death Stranding. Death... 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 Standing. Uh... <laughs> Uh, Snatcher, Snatcher is the is Hideo Kojima's love letter to cyberpunk uh, that he did in the I think it came out in 1990. It was originally on the on the MSX2, and then we got a uh, we got a port. No, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, MSX2, I think, but we got a port on the Saturn. Uh, that's the one you want to play, um, and it's like a text adventure game. Kind of with really? some a- some Ooh. mild action parts. You know what? That makes so much more sense because so much of the Metal Gear games feels like text adventure. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and then um, it is the, it is the perfect solid. combination of three things that he loves so much, and that is uh, the Terminator franchise, uh, Blade Runner, almost to the point of plagiarism. <laughs> um, and Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Hmm. And it's the the setting. It, it's a detective thing. Basically, uh, you're a guy um, who who he lost his memory and blah, and blah, blah, blah. Um, and he's a uh, he's a, a uh, he's what it's called a junker. Uh, and it's like uh, a Blade Runner. They just couldn't call it a Blade Runner. Uh, and he's <laughs> he's hunting down these these androids that started appearing. Um, and. Uh, they can they are replacing high-ranking city officials hmm. and like they have human, like flesh over them so that's the terminator part of it you know and um, sure. you have to you have to solve this mystery and there's some really cool stuff like there's really fun bits of storytelling there's some mild action parts where it's like if you have a if you have a light gun you know you can play the, the light gun really oh uh, yeah what? Um, you can do oh, that's shooting. actually kind of cool. Um, if not, then you can use you can use your controller. Very simple controls. Lots of reading. Lots of reading. Uh, lots of really 
interesting voice acting. Hmm. Um, some of it good, some of it not so good. I was going to so, say the way your inflection on interesting makes me interesting. What, <laughs> what makes this a seasonal thing? Uh, it's set around Christmas. Oh, okay. Uh, like um, the whole thing is like a few days before Christmas. Okay. And um, there are. It's not like this is a Christmas game because I don't. I don't play. I don't think I've played a Chris. A, Home Alone doesn't count on the NES, <laughs> um, but like uh, it's like set around that, and it's got it's it's a backdrop on this city, and um, I'll I'll have, I'll have to show you the yeah. uh, the in, the intro to the game is it sets the mood, and it's it tells you everything you need to know, and it's way past cool. Hmm. Um, way past cool. I know. I've I've been saying way past cool since I was a kid <laughs> because of that, and I'm not going to stop anytime soon. Um, but Snatcher has a strange cult following. Hmm. Um, I found it. Yeah, on, I had never heard of it. I, I found it. I found it on like a list a couple of years ago, and I was like, "What is this?" And then it was, "Oh man, the music is fantastic. Uh, the lines are memorable. You have some some fun callbacks because it's a Konami game. Sure. So you have lots and lots of references to other Konami uh, properties. Yeah, like Castlevania and Contra." Uh, all the way to more obscure stuff like uh, like, like their Goemon, uh, like uh, ninja games and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And it's just kind of it's like, oh, I got that. I got that. But uh, have you played um, uh, Read Only Memories uh, 2064? I started it, yes. That is a love letter to Snatcher. Oh, okay. Uh, Snatcher and Police Knots and a couple of things like that. And Police Knots is a... Another thing for another time. I loved the aesthetic. Uh, what drew me to uh, uh, read only memories uh, was the aesthetic. And you will love, you will love Snatcher. Oh man, um, yeah. I and, saw that. And I just it also up draws some very. Of the artwork. It looks really. It cool. also. I wasn't planning on talking about about it today, but it actually. I draws mean, yeah, perfect. Very much from Neuromancer. Sure. And uh, the works of Gibson and. Um, I think I don't know if. Uh, the other guy, the guy that wrote Snow Crash, was writing stuff then, but it's very cool. Uh, Neil Stevenson. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know if, if he was if if he wrote that in then, but it is. Uh, it's one of those like if you if you like cyberpunk, if you like you if you want to legitimize your love of cyberpunk, <laughs> Snatcher is an avenue to do it because it's like it's not the. Uh, um, I'm trying to think of. It's like smelly '90s kid. Uh, cyberpunk stuff. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'll have to give yeah. that a. I'll I have to give that a go. Artwork and it. it looks kind of cool. I got to. It's very out. cool. I have to give it, it a go. It totally. I was getting a Blade Runner vibe from what I was yep. just looking at. It looks very Blade Runner esque. Um, on the topic of, uh, I mean, you couldn't have given me a better segue because I uh, have been wanting to uh, shoehorn this into the podcast. I totally forgot last week, uh, but we have a partnership with uh, Humble Bundle. <sighs> Uh, so uh, <laughs> if you go to toplessrobot.com slash humble, uh, that will uh, take you to the Humble Bundle store and any purchases that you make will go to benefit uh, us, which we greatly appreciate. But there's a ton here specifically something that I have been subscribed to for two years now is the Humble Monthly Bundle. And uh, you mentioned uh, Hideo Kojima. Yeah, Hideo Kojima. Um, this month's early unlocks... Uh-oh. Looks like uh, the camera shut down. Oh, no. The, the lights went off. Yeah. Uh, oh. Um. So uh, this month's uh, 
uh, early unlocks include Metal Gear Solid V, Ground Zeroes, and The Phantom Pain, uh, as well as City Skylines and City Skylines After Dark. And Humble Monthly Bundle is like eight or nine games every month for twelve dollars. And twelve bucks—that that's a smoking deal. On top of that, you get uh, tell them what else you get. You get ten percent off everything in the Humble Store, which is all just Steam keys. So it's good. a super, uh, there's a reason I've been subscribed to this for two years. Um, and, uh, you know, they give you uh, some early unlocks uh, and then every, the rest of the games unlock and are announced on the first Friday of every month. Hmm. So, and a year's and a case of turtle wax and a year's supply of rice <laughs> the San Francisco treat. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going to pause right here. The camera go down. Yeah. It exploded. Try it turned it inside out here. and it exploded. Yay! We should all change our clothes. <laughs> oh. oh, I'm changing my hat. I am changing my hat. If that's okay, guys, I'm going to do it. So I was in this, this, this play when I was, uh, a, um, uh, when I was in high school. And I played this character we can all laugh at. His name was Patch the Pirate. And every time that the, the, the stage lights went down, uh, on one performance, I switched which side the eye patch was on. And I ended up getting in trouble for that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is, this is going to be difficult. I don't know if this is the right hat for this. <laughs> should, okay. I should go shave my beard off. <laughs> <laughs> we should all switch clothes like not just change <laughs> you can wear my comically large clothes on you <laughs> <laughs> nice oh, you what are you gonna asses. do Ryan what are you gonna do you should put on the VR headset I was, that was honestly first do it do it join us Joy the topless the friendship side. simulator is complete. <laughs> it's loading right now because Ryan's not putting his fucking PSVR headset on. <laughs> Don't make us feel alone, Ryan. We're not filming, Oh, I know. I, I actually didn't know that. I was... the, the whole thing I'm trying to do is. I thought that was. was I thought that turned off. I'm sorry. There's a weird quality to my voice right there. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Somebody I don't know what I'm doing. Somebody. Now we're going to uh, drop back into the conversation. What happened? Okay, good. And drop back into the conversation uh, with uh, the uh, <laughs> humble monthly. <laughs> the hubble bubble monthly. And now a word from our sponsors. <laughs> so. Does it burn when you pee? <laughs> so yeah, uh, humble monthly is. Uh, pretty sweet deal um and i mean like 
a couple of months ago they had uh, Overwatch. Seriously? Um, and before oh, that shit. they had uh, Destiny 2. Um, so it's not like just games that you've never heard of. It's also uh, a lot of games that you would recognize and have heard of. I mean, Metal um, Gear Solid Five and yeah, City right. Skylines. And City is Skylines. Not bad. And I mean, you can look at what the previous months were. So like October was oh, Sniper Elite, Overwatch. Yeah, Sniper yeah, Elite was last night. month. Oh. Hello, um, uh, Dark Siders Two Hello. and Little Nightmares and uh, The Escapists and. Uh, Hat in Time, which is a ton of I fun. Really you know, play I really want to that, That's probably the next uh, game on Steam I'm going to pick up. What, Hat in Time? Yeah. Ukulele. Dead Rising 4. The Kerbal newest Space Dead Rising. Program. Yeah. Nito so, Burrito. And you know, like, all of those for 12 bucks is that's super the, worth it. The complete it. discography of sticks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with this. Yeah. I'll... I'll <laughs> The jig is up. The news is out. They finally found him. <laughs> you renegade that had it made. Something about a protein shake and a, 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 and a coffee or yeah, something like uh, that. Yeah. It's close enough. So, um, but yeah, <laughs> that's uh, toplessrobot.com slash humble. Uh, and uh, there's the monthly in the store. And uh, we have like a jingle for this. Like toplessrobot.com. Slash humble. <laughs> They've got a bunch of uh, bundles up uh, right now as well. Score hammer. Though there will probably be different bundles. Yeah, by the time this episode goes out, the these bundles will not be live anymore. The darkness sci-fi and sex bundle. bundle. Yeah, Look that's what a you comics bundle. Out on so that's that's the top cow. Sex. That's the top cow bundle. So it's like a bunch of uh, the darkness stuff in Witchblade. Uh, Witchblade and that blade. Oh, <laughs> what under there? <laughs> Underwear. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, we put the antics in pedantic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God damn. laughs> so yeah, uh, lots of good stuff there. Anyway, um, I will have to give that. Uh, that uh i didn't realize that kojima had like i mean he's most well known for metal gear, metal gear. and now death stranding which is death the stranding. new defining yeah um and uh, whatever uh, snatcher's neato burrito and uh after you do snatcher i have not finished this game that i'm uh, i've not finished police knots because that's been a uh, that's another one of those cult things like snatcher where we never got a release of it here hmm um, and so a bunch of fans have been working on, uh, translating this game and it requires a lot of work because of how intricate the, um, uh, the little things in the background that he puts just like conversationally, you read things, um, the but, little things that kill, but, uh, police knots is actually where we get the metal gear, uh, solid character Meryl's, uh, silver from. Really? Yeah, her first appearance was in Police Knots. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Speaking of, this is a ham-handed segue here, but speaking well, of Sony Thanksgiving things, is coming up. Ham-handed is uh, kind of... Uh, best kind of hand that uh, you should have. By ham. now, your leftovers will already be dry, and desic the desiccation of dessert was begun, and, and I predict... 
that you will have thrown away your leftovers and forgotten about your football matches. Or you still have them in your By fridge and you just week. make sandwiches. Hopefully you did not die on Black Friday. Oh, man. Uh, there's, like, a website dedicated to, um, like, the the Black Friday, like, death count. That's kind of dark. It's really dark, and I think it's stupid. And also, how is that even a thing? Oh, boy, consumerism. Woo! I know, right? And how. Yeah. Uh, someone's, yeah, like, you know, uh, I know it's too late to warn people about being safe yeah, on right. Friday, but. We hope you were we safe really, on Black we Friday. We really yeah. should have uh, planned uh, <laughs> better. Um, so what were your hammy hands say, going to do? Speaking of Hideo Kojima, then uh, Metal Gear, but my I was going to transition to Sony. Did you see that Sony is pulling out of E3? I did see year? that. How That's interesting That's very is that? interesting. Well, because I mean, that means... They sink so much money into these yeah, things. But that means Nintendo and Sony are gone. Microsoft's the only big publisher left, because Nintendo's been doing the tree houses for yeah. years. So huh. we're down to right, the main. Right, but Nintendo's and then still been there. They're there. They have like a booth, but they don't do a main. And you can play show. there. You can play their games there. But isn't it? I thought it was at a different. Like it was like down. It wasn't in the main hall. Oh, I have no idea. I don't. I, don't, I'm, I'm not, I can't remember 100% how that. They, they should they have do their the own thing. thing and call it Joy-Con. But they don't do the show. <laughs> nah, they really should. I see what you have done, Brooks. Clever. What? How have you done this? <laughs> what have you done? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that that's two of the big three that don't have major presences at E3 any, anymore. And then we, we already more. have EA that never that hasn't been doing theirs yeah. forever. We uh, the stage is set. Ubisoft has the is Ubisoft at the still at the main conference? I don't know. I have no idea. But Ubisoft, it's it's getting. <laughs> God damn it, Brooks! <laughs> <laughs> I knew this was going to be that kind of day, too. <laughs> I knew it. My yeah. fa favorite band is Hoobasoft. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, like, uh, the stage is set for Sega to finally make a hardware comeback, right? Oh, no. Honestly, yeah. Like, they should. There's no reason well, for them not to now. Was it I, the Intellivision that, that just made a comeback? Or what, what, what was that I know one? Atari. Uh, Atari's got... Uh, no, because that play? that, <laughs> if I remember correctly, was proven as false. Oh, okay. Well, uh, jokes on me, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Fool me once because, and it was proven as twice. false because they were the only gameplay that they showed off for that system was for this, this new game that was supposedly being developed for the system. Oh, beat him, eat him too. <laughs> I I can't remember what the fuck it was, but on their like Indiegogo. They had a video of a game being played on it. The devs of that game said, we know nothing about this. We're not developing this game for the, oh, that system. Uh, uh, yeah. We've been had! Which is a shame because I like the idea. They like did the wood grain and everything like that. Uh, and, like, it, it looks so disappointing. But, yeah, from ev everything that I have read uh, has suggested that it is fake. It is not happening. Well, never mind. Bummer, dude. I've been lied to and I feel hurt. Who would do that? Go on the internet and lie. You know, unbeknownst to Tyler, not everything on the internet is true. What? What? Just like how you... Sh <laughs> I'm not even going to say it. <laughs> well, what were you going to say there? You, you started the sentence. Now you have to finish it. They raised $3,001,798. controller? 
it looks fairly Steam Controller E just because of the circle uh, uh, D pad, but it's not. It's definitely not. Um, yeah, like they've made a lot of uh, promises here. You know what the suck sucks the most about uh, the Atari Twenty Six Hundred is like I I really want to love Atari Twenty Six Hundred games, and they always look so fun. But then when you get them, it's like, oh yeah. No. Well, I just uh, okay. So it bleeped and made an explosion, and now I'm bored. <laughs> so um, I'm seeing a lot of stuff. They that, did. There see. is a new Intellivision console coming. Yes, there the is. Amico. Get the flip out of Let's here. See if there is anything over the past month. 1970. Retro gaming products for the holidays. Intellivision Amico. Yeah. Oh, the Amigo Vision. ColecoVision. ColecoVision. Yeah, it hasn't been... Ooh, this Atari new thing hasn't, hasn't has been in the Nasdaq news. Listing. Yeah, it looks like this new thing hasn't been in, in the news for a while, That uh, the new Atari VCS. That's VCR, Ryan. <laughs> an Atari VCR plays all your old oh, characters. Those... Uh, uh, those little uh, arcade, the arcade cabinets. Yeah, the uh, those. those are I want so one. cool. I, I want, want it so one. bad. I, uh, I I got. We have one at the grid. I think I got to play with one, and uh, I was a pretentious asshat about it because I was like, "This is this is not this controller is not going to support my needs." Oh yeah, no, I've ago. I've heard bad things about uh, the controls, the controls and the sound on them. Yeah, really, the sound That's was garbage. So disappointing on, on, on the one that I played. Yeah, if um, you're gonna make a collector's thing like that, at least cater to the market. Well, honestly, yeah. it's the perfect size for like little kids. And so, if if you have a kid and you know you're like, you know, I want to share something with my kid. That's like. Uh, something that I enjoyed when I was younger and might give them something to do, you know, uh, I would, I would get my I could kid, the Galaga one and then charge him a quarter for every time he played it. <laughs> <laughs> now you'll understand what I went through when I was a kid. Pay to play boy. <laughs> Sounds like my dad. <laughs> You're becoming your dad, Brooks. Well, I mean, I do share the same first name, but I'm not a junior for my dad. Uh my dad has no middle name, and I do. Uh, you have to have a full. You have to have it, really. Yeah. So like, I've met people that were like, um, I'm trying to think of a sample name, um, Michael Bruce uh, James, right? And their son will be Michael James Bruce. <laughs> Michael, <laughs> Mike, Mike, Michael William Mike James. James or something like that. Sure. And that that's not they won't they don't deem they're not a junior. junior. No, I mean you huh. can. It has to be yeah, the exact it, same. It just depends on, on your family, but yeah, like I'm I'm not a junior. 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 Now technically, you could drop your middle name legally and then be. We called the dog junior. Indiana. <laughs> the dog. <laughs> oh man. Um, we called the monkey Jack. Yeah, I went as I went as Alex for a long time. Uh, for Ooh. most for. Half of my life, I went as Alex. At, well, I mean, at home, I'm still Alex. I have a rant. Sorry. You call call Brooks, and you got two guys come running. Uh, really? Uh, I've never met another Brooks. You're the first. Uh, my like three. My dad's name was uh, Brian, mm. and uh, when I was growing up, people calling, uh, asking for Brian or Ryan, 
Uh, uh, I can see that being that real confusing. Yeah, Riz Ryan here. Who Brian? Yeah. Though I guess it's a little less confusing than is Brooks here? Yeah. Yes, yeah. he is. Yeah. No, not you. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's the worst though because I get the worst comparisons. Uh, I have only twice in my life gotten oh Brooks like Mel Brooks, and I'm like yes. Yes, I it's appreciate always like, you. It's always like, oh, Brooks, like Garth Brooks or Brooks and Dunn, and I just want to, you know, punch a hole through their chest. <laughs> Brooks like books with an R. <laughs> you see, I, I would, I would like even like that. Brooks, Brooks like, like Max Brooks. Oh, your name is Brooke, or uh, Max Brooks is a good one too. Uh, your name is Brooke or Bruce. I get Bruce a lot, and I'm just like, my name is not Bruce. Unlike, uh, unlike, unlike is Bruce, Bruce, Bruce Campbell. Campbell book, my name yeah, is Bruce. my name is Bruce. Uh, so, uh, we're getting close to the end here. Uh, we don't have any voicemails this week, but I do oh, want to take an opportunity to remind everybody that you can call and leave us voicemail at 805-222-6287, and we'll play it on the show. Um, I also wanted to take a second, uh, by the time this episode comes out, uh, I will have known, uh, if I, if this happened or not. I got hair in my mouth. It's a diamond thing. Go away. Your announcement here, it's being... Uh... <laughs> That's it. <laughs> anyway. That's it, viewers. Ryan, the big announcement is that Ryan does, in fact, have hair in his mouth. And it's it's not really... Come back next year, next week and see where else his hair is. Hey, hey. Uh, it's not really much of an announcement, just like a thing that, that I decided to do that I would like to share with you guys. Excellent. Um... So, uh, as both of you know, I am a freelance voice actor. I haven't really done anything in a while. Uh, the last thing I did was a video game called um, uh, Vaporum, uh, which is on Steam. Um, but uh, I haven't done anything since then. And I uh, entered a contest called no- Now Voice This. I entered their first uh, contest. This is now their third. Uh, and inexplicably made it to round two uh in the first one like i didn't try or you know very hard um and so i decided to give it another go uh this time around and today they're announcing who moves on to round two so that's why i've got this their their twitter up on uh another tab uh, round two i've been checking so they're announcing who's moving on to round two today but i thought i would share with you my uh entry And so the what we had to do was a uh, an impression and a tongue twister. Ah. Oh no! My name is Ryan. Oh, Shrimp, it's not this supposed to be over there. And my name is Edwin, don't you know? And this is a tongue twister. Seashells she sells by the she saw. No, that's not right. That's not right at all. It's she sells seashells by the seashore. That's it. That's the one. <laughs> so that was my entry. I did Edwin. And hopefully. Edwin who? <laughs> oh, three for three. Here we go. God, Are you going to Edwin this, con- this contest? I certainly hope so. Because the winner goes off to do a contracted session with Sentai Filmworks. With Hentai Filmworks. Notice me, Sentai. (laughs) (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) And Sentai Filmworks does a bunch of stuff. Uh, They do anime dubbing. Anime dubbing, full body pillows. Yeah, you know, 
That kind of Rubber stuff. Rub a dub dub. I like subs. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so yeah, that is what I am anxiously awaiting the results from. Well, I re- I very much hope hope that you move on to round two. I hope so as well. Good um, luck, sir. Thank you. So, rants. I have a rant. Two rants, but I'm not sure which one to go with. So, okay, I'm going to give you the choice. Couch co-op or Pites the Caribbean reboot? Uh, I feel like the latter is a pretty easy target. Yeah. yeah I, I want to like hear what you're target. talking about with couch, couch co-op. co-op. Yeah. Okay, so we are talking about being... What kind of hot take can you have on uh, couch it's, co-op? It's, it's that I'm old and grouchy and I don't want things to change, but... They are changing, and it's sad because I feel like every year we see fewer and fewer games that have split-screen couch co-op, and it's been like this for a long time because internet gaming's a thing, and it makes sense, and it's nice because you can play with your friends across the world. But I'm very, very sad because I feel like I just the kind of co-op that I grew up with, the kind of games, the things that got me into games growing up was playing with my small group of friends, huddling together on the couch, getting mad at each other for screen peeking when playing Medal of Honor Frontline and it's not there anymore and now it's like I don't know it's just something about Fallout 76 and the change transition there and uh, like the potential of like this that's a single I know it's single player but like the moving into the online sphere with with Fallout and with and I'm assuming we'll see something similar with Elder Scrolls and with right. like well more... there's already Elder Scrolls online <laughs> uh, I mean yes yeah fuck I'm dumb but anyway I'm just really sad because I've been, I, and it's the reason I'm a big Nintendo fanboy even today is because that's one of the few ways that you can really get everyone to come over to your house and sit down and get pissed at each other like, and, and just you know be able to hit them and you're right next to them and there's something about that, that communal, everyone being in the same room. I know you can't always do it. I know, and it's nice that everyone with the internet, with the way the games have expanded, you can be with that person on the other side of the, you know, your friend that moved away when you were kids. And that's amazing. And I get how awesome that is. But I really, 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 and I, I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one, wish that developers I, it, would just at least include the ability to play split screen and I, I've seen that less and less on games going forward even like like Halo like the newer Halos like you weren't able to and it's just it's so distressing to me it really stresses me out and it makes me sad because it's a genre of gaming and a way of gaming that I feel like is dying and it is dying and I, I don't want to ever see that day when we don't have that anymore and I'm going to hold on to Nintendo and buy everything that Nintendo sells forever and ever because they seem to be the only champions of couch co-op going forward even if they're fucking idiots when it comes to online because they are they're, it's, it's, it feels like they're really yeah. stupid but at least they give some love to people like me who want to be on the couch with some friends with you guys like I have the opportunity I can actually sit down we can sit down right now and play some Switch and all play in the same room and it sucks that that's all disappearing. And that's my it, I, I, that's that's my rant a little bit today. It just it, I, I feel you. I I definitely feel you on that. Um, though uh, I feel like uh, indie multiplayer experiences and things like that uh, uh, as PC releases have not gotten rid of that. In this fact, have 
uh, games like Crawl uh, and and things like that have uh, you know, put their entire focus uh, into and, uh, couch co-op. And it's not like it's completely gone. It's more like AAA and AA releases that are the issue where it's like that's where what they... What about D releases or C releases or uh, uh, 9-volt releases or... Uh, <laughs> What's a what's a watch battery? Are you running, you're running out of battery. I'm running there? out of battery. I was just gonna let you keep on going until you ran out. A, you're done. A, a CR two, CR two fifty release. Thank you, thank you. That's what I was trying to just to replace. Remember. Thank you. I, I just replaced the button cell in like my stereo remote. So <laughs> that's the only reason why. I'm sorry. Uh, CR sixteen twenty five. Okay. There. Okay, yeah, you, a CR sixteen twenty five release. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you fucks. <laughs> I am a fox. Why, thank you. <laughs> wow, that was... <laughs> what? That Fox, was, that foxes was, have the little ears. I know. That was very kawaii. The, the, the sharp, sharp, pointy teeth. Kawaii. Yeah. Kawaii cool. is not just an island in the Hawaiian archipelago. <laughs> uh, I Bye. love hearing uh, uh, native speakers um, uh, complain about Americans... And their ability to pronounce Hawaii correctly, but their inability to pronounce Kauai. Kauai. Because they're spelled Hawaii. the same, except it's a K and an H. I mean, Hawaii. they're both my, Japanese. My, 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 grand, my, grand, uh, my, my granddad on my dad's side from North Carolina uh, can, does not say Hawaii. He cannot say Hawaii. He says Hawaii. Hawaii? Hawaii. Where did the R come from? Or the E. I, don't, I have no idea. But <laughs> going to Hawaii, you know, man, that girl over there, I tell you what, she's pretty choir. I'll tell you. <laughs> so it must be like the. My favorite extracurricular was being in the choir. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Brooks, do you have a, a rant this week? Uh, you know, I do not. Okay. Uh, one of you these days, know. like, because I, I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't gone on, on like a. Like a real rip snorting, you know, rug burning, uh, rage filled uh, rant yet, but I imagine I feel like one is coming soon. It's brewing. It's brewhaha. The storm is coming. Can this be my 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 only rant? My light hot take is uh, the PlayStation Classic is not looking like it's uh, everything oh, yeah. it's going to be shaped out to be. I'm very disappointed. Uh, I'm still going to buy it. I'm just disappointed, and I hope that they do hardware iterations and uh, uh, software uh, updates. Uh, uh, you know, over time, I hope that they do more with it uh, because uh, Sony has a, a vast library of even first-party titles that they could fall back on. I totally understand why it doesn't have all the games that we wanted. You know, on it, like that's something that I, I think we even addressed in a previous podcast. Uh, yeah. is you know licensing is a thing and and uh, having to license not only the game but also all the individual you know if it had because this uh, system had cd audio there were a lot of uh, uh third-party developers took advantage of that and put um you know licensed music in it and that means you have to relicense the music in addition to relicensing the game in order to release it on uh playstation classic and that's a lot of hoops to jump through in order to keep this little piece of hardware at a hundred dollars um so i understand their game decision uh, their game decisions there uh but i have heard that the features of the front end it's very very simple it's very pared down there's not a lot a lot going on there so when does that officially come out is december it? 6th okay it's the day before my birthday 
That's right. Hint, then, hint, Brooks. And then the day of my birthday is Smash Brothers Ultimate. Ooh. Hint, hint, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll have a Smash Brothers tournament uh, or party if you guys want to come. My favorite game I need is Super friend. Smash Bros. <laughs> my my Smash favorite Bros. game is Super Smash Bros. The so Smash the Smash YouTube channel. <laughs> All right, uh, I think uh, that's that. We got to end it there. Uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in, be it video or audio. Uh, just to remind those who are listening on your favorite podcast player, we do have a video version of the podcast that you can find on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash topless robot d o t c o m dot com. Um, and uh, yeah. And we have Let's Plays there, and, and that's uh, all, all that kind of thing. Mm. So, uh, thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. again.